0: Hey, everyone. You are listening to the Self-Awareness Journey podcast. This little banter is about a car ride long and features your hosts, J.J. Parker and Melissa Albers. J.J. owns a tech company, and Melissa has been a coach working with influencers for the last 18 years.
1: All right, Melissa, I, I've i got my massive to-do list that I've been building, and there's like a hundred things on it, and I just have to start plowing through it. Uh Uh-huh. Do you you work to-do lists? Is this like a tactic you use to get things done?
0: You know what? It is a tactic. However, I have started to change my to-do list a little bit. Hmm. Yeah.
1: I know some people that they're like, like the to-do list is like, you know, it's like the Bible. It's like Mm -hmm. their entire being is structured around the to-do list. And if they get to mark something off it, it's like. You know, it's like they're high, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? You'll think this is funny. That's actually a marker in personality traits of the high patient person.
1: Oh, really? Tell me about that a little bit. Yeah.
0: People that have a high patience construct Mm -hmm. um, are very systematic and very methodical. They like Mm. to attach things to things in their own way, in their own timeline, and they're very much... um, interested in doing one thing at a time, if possible. Like, of course, we can't yeah. choose that in today's world. But that personality marker is one that really likes to have a systemized, systematic approach to everything.
1: Interesting. So like, if you are low on the patient's construct, <laughs> you don't really want to do this. You just go no. kind of wander looks, wherever you want.
0: It looks more like a bunch of chicken scratch.
1: Oh, yeah, I see.
0: <laughs> just saying.
1: So you probably never just put something on your to-do list uh, ju- that's easy just to mark it off, because I fun. would
0: never that's,
1: do that. I just I, I do that on the weekends for fun. <laughs> <laughs> I would never do that. I would never put. Something... I would never do that. <laughs>
0: My daughter would, though. She makes beautiful to-do lists. They look like they just came right out of the New York Times. I mean, they've got little flowers and color-coded and square boxes. And (laughs) I mean, amazing. Very intricate.
1: (laughs) So the one thing I think is interesting about to-do lists and even just like our general, like, you know, like whether you want to call it a to-do list or just like the things that we know we need to get done, right? Yeah. Um, are like... For me, I think, like, well, I do like the to-do list, um, but what happens is a lot of times there's some things on that list yeah. that I just straight up avoid, like, not for a day or a week, but sometimes <laughs> I hang out there for, like, a month or, I don't know, there's probably, I, I'm still not quite done um with my deck out here on <laughs> my house that I started fifteen years ago, there's just a couple little things on the to-do list that I need to finish up.
0: Real quick. <laughs> I know this about you. <laughs> it's like we all do that though, don't you think? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it yeah, just yeah.
1: makes me wonder about you know, the idea of what things are important and procrastination and yeah. Just like a whole the whole idea of like what should you be doing and The Uh hard things and easy things and your tendency to pick one or the other.
0: Right. I have been making a study in the last two years of taking the path of least resistance. And (laughs) I think that applies also to these kinds of things like to-do lists.
1: Okay, so... that short short circuit in my brain for a second cuz like what i heard you say is like i've just been trying to take the easy way the whole time like does that can you do that is that an option i didn't i actually didn't realize that that was an option
0: well at, you know what's funny is so when i say pick the path of least resistance that's like a really deep and difficult thing to do at first it's hard to do that at first yet mm. when anybody hears path of least resistance, the first thing we think is, lazy,
1: yeah, take it like easy way. Yeah.
0: Isn't Kinda that like interesting? A negative,
1: like a negative connotation on it.
0: Yeah, let me, can that I give you my little spin? Let me give you my little yeah. spin.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me hear it.
0: So I think that the path of least resistance, picking the path of least resistance is way, way easier for our human being spirits, hmm. our minds, our emotions, everything. I think it's way easier Once we get into the framework of what it actually means, because Mm -hmm. I think, um, you know, like it can be something like our to-do list. That's real. That's what we all experience all the time, right? It's like, I have a to-do list. I don't want to do it. I have to get certain things done by Mm -hmm. Friday, by noon or whatever. And a lot of times when we have to do something, we put it off. We don't like the energy or the feeling about that, right? Yeah. And then we end up waiting until the last minute and we feel terrible or mad or crabby or, and, or the outcome is just not very good.
1: Uh, My personal experience is that I do my most brilliant work in extreme procrastination situations.
0: (laughs) I do my most, see now, isn't that interesting? So in your mind, you kind of think that it's a little bit of your edge, right? So you're totally. saying sometimes me waiting until I'm taking the path of the most resistance actually creates the best work. That's what yeah, you're just wh- kind of saying. What
1: when you were talking, I, I was actually the reason why I said earlier that like, like, I couldn't get my head around that idea is because I, I, I almost thought the opposite, which, mm. which is interesting, right? Like, tell me about that. I always, I think, I usually think that the things that I have the most resistance to doing are the things I should be doing, right? Like I almost yep. use um, the resi- that resistance, that idea that I don't want to do a thing as a guidepost of the thing that I actually should be doing.
0: Mm. Right, from the War of Art book. that's It whole- is from the
1: War of Art, and you know, the way he explains it is really great in that book. Um, but there's, I think there's an element for me of usually the things that I don't want to do Mm -hmm. make, there's something there, right? There's, there's a reason underneath there lurking why I don't want (laughs) to do it. And it's usually around, uh, it's usually around like fear, Mm -hmm. right? Like, or uncomfortableness or, Mm -hmm. um, like, I haven't done it before, so I'm not confident, right? So it's around these kinds of emotions that, mm. um, you know, those kinds of emotions cause that resistance for me, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yes. But
1: for me, kind of as a creative, the things that, that do make me uncomfortable are the places that I should go because that's where I'll grow. Okay, The things so that's that are comfortable to me, that's that's routine. That's like, I can do that in my sleep. Why do I spend, why would I spend my time just doing the thing that I'm already good at?
0: Mm-hmm. Bored is what I heard you say. It's boring.
1: <laughs> that might be. That might yeah. be.
0: So, so that all of that is like, that's all the active work that we're doing in our brains, right? That's all those choices that we're making in mm-hmm. the reactive state of knowing that there is something there for us to work on. So, I think when I am referring to picking the path of least resistance, I'm actually referring to the step right before that. Mm. And what I mean by that, and 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 I I want to make sure that I say what you're talking about is very real. Like I think a lot of people are in that space and they're very cognitively aware that that's how they get stuff done. They wait until I do that too. Like I'll wait until I'm right where I have no choice mm-hmm. and then I'll make something. And um But if I'm honest with myself, the end result of that, I always feel more tired. Mm. It takes a lot from me to be that Mm -hmm. way. So for me, I'm talking about picking the path. I think picking the path of least resistance um, is deeper than just the thoughts of should I do this and when. To me, the path of least resistance can also be uh, the emotional choices that we make.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, That path of least resistance can be. Thoughts that intersect with our feelings that make us feel good, or thoughts that intersect with our feelings that make us feel bad. Mm -hmm. So, um, what I mean is, like, choosing thoughts that feel good cause less resistance inside of me. Mm. Does that make sense? So, yeah. So, let's say, let's say I'm working, I have a big project at work, and um, I know I need to get it done. And I don't like that feeling, or maybe there's someone on that team, or maybe there's something about that project that I just don't really like. I'll wait till the last minute and I'll get it done. But the point is, the reason I waited till the last minute was because there were things in that that didn't feel good to me, Mm. right? And so I chose a harder, more resistant path by not only not feeling good about it, not figuring out what it really was inside of me that was causing that ruckus, I also waited to do it till the end because it was just, I just couldn't make myself get in that headspace to do it.
1: Yeah. Let me, let me try to, let me see if I'm tracking with you on this. Cause okay. uh, I think maybe everyone's gonna like, this is a little bit
0: it is more it's,
1: conceptual, right. Mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. than some of the, the yep. other things we talk about. Yeah. So one thing I maybe heard you say is, and I was just trying to apply it to like some projects that i work on is sometimes things like you like you said feel like you have to do them
0: mm-hmm.
1: right so there's this like there's this pressure and then you get in this headspace where it's like like i'm being forced to do a thing i don't really want to and you've just kind of got this like natural urge to resist it
0: mm-hmm. right yep
1: but if you change that like recontextualize it in a pretty easy way and you actually get yourself into a space where it's like, Hey, I get to like, I've been afforded the amazing opportunity to have (laughs) an education and experience. Uh, And I get to actually do this work.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Then you can turn it into something else. And that's, that's what you're talking about. That's like a much less resistance mindset than I have to what well, like I get to is different than I have to.
0: Exactly. Yes, that's exactly right. And let me give another example that's maybe not so, um, maybe not work-related. Like, let's say in your family structure, well, what if you're married or you have a partner and you know that your partner, every Friday night, likes to go out to dinner somewhere. And the the last thing that you want to do on Friday night is go out for dinner because you're fried. Mm-hmm. You're just tired, right? <laughs> like, that's a thing, Okay. <laughs> So right there, that's a thing.
1: (laughs) Disagreeing with you as as an experiencer of that thing.
0: (laughs) So, but there's things like that in our lives all the time. And so what happens is we do it, we will do it, but we Mm -hmm. build up resistance, right? It's a Mm -hmm. resistance and, and the energy then that we participate in that experience has some of that resistance energy attached to it. We just, yep. inside, we're like, yep, we can do this. I'm going to steal myself to go out even though I'm exhausted um, because I know that that's really important to them and I want to make sure I do that. I'm choosing thoughts that not only this experience is more hard for me because I'm tired, but I'm choosing thoughts that don't make me feel good. So the resistance is even more. Mm-hmm. I may have a tendency to be a little crabby. I might I might want to cut the evening short. I might want not want to drive. 20 miles to the restaurant, I just want to drive to the one that's a mile from the house. I will create all these activities and these thoughts that are related to this feeling of resistance.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, and then from experience, uh, that, that energy Mm -hmm. that you bring in that, that, that more negative energy with that resistance, um, everyone else can sense it.
0: Yes, and right. you sense it, and you don't feel very good. That's no, and the then main the whole thing. the
1: whole thing feels forced. So, and mm-hmm. and no one really likes that, right?
0: Right, but but I'm particularly interested in how it makes me feel in this conversation mm-hmm. because yeah. I am the one who's creating this. I'm the one who's creating all of these parts and pieces to create this level of discord inside mm-hmm. of me. So what I mean when I say I'm practicing the path of least resistance, what I mean is if I'm going to choose to do something, I'm going to also choose the thoughts that feel good about mm. that something. And it's a, it, it sounds um, easy and trite and sort of like Pollyanna, positive attitude, woo woo. Um, it's really hard to do that at first because our brains are very used to creating a ruckus. Mm-hmm. So even if we make a decision to do something, I for me, so often my brain will start, you know, tearing that apart. Oh, well, now you're gonna go do that. You don't really want to. It. It's super muddy out. You better make sure you wear the right shoes because you know, I'm all about the shoes. <laughs> but nah. but 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 then I end up just not feeling good inside. Whereas if I say, you know what, I am tired, but I always enjoy this time and I don't get to have a lot of time with my spouse and this mm-hmm. is a time even if we cut it short it will feel good making that connection like it'll be nice to just drive in the car together cuz we don't ever even do that you know it it's just choosing the opportunities to make things feel easier it's like an easier on-ramp to everything that we do and it and it applies at work it applies at home um it's literally choosing thoughts that feel good over thoughts that make you not feel good and create resistance
1: yeah yeah, that's really interesting. I was just even thinking, um, like, I like how you re put different context on yeah. the situation, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a situation, it's coming. Yeah. And you're choosing the way you're going to look at it instead of like just letting your default state choose, kind of choose it for you.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's that practicing that awareness more and more every time that we can. And, um, and like even at work with to-do lists, so I am I am famous for forgetting things if I don't write them down. I don't even want to say that I have a to-do list because it feels stressful. Mm. But I do have a messy list, as as I can show you, <laughs> of stuff that I want to make sure that I cover, right? But that list would be terrifying to somebody who's a list writer because it looks mm. crazy town, right? <laughs> <laughs> but even with that list, I have to write that list out. I actually try to give myself more time now than I did before hmm. So I'm was always i habitually waiting to the last moment. I am habitually waiting to the last moment. I want to change that habit because it doesn't feel good. So I'm working yeah. on, um, and, and there are some days where I am, a, I am so busy, I can't. I can't do that. Yeah. So this isn't a judgment. You know, I'm not trying to be judgmental about myself. I'm just saying, you know, I know I have to do that proposal. And I should probably get working on it because I said I would have it done by the end of the week and it's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But what I'll do now is I'll even just get it started. Like what parts of it do I really want to make sure I don't forget? And I'll start writing it down. Yep. Because that's the path of least resistance. But then I don't really feel like finishing it. So I won't because <laughs> that's the path of least resistance. <laughs> now it's I'm starting to sound nuts, but.
1: <laughs> no, it's. it's- we, we are, you already sound, you sounded nuts before, so <laughs> don't worry about it.
0: Oh, good. I like being consistent. That's very important yeah. for me.
1: Uh, well, it, it's interesting to me that we, there's like a bunch of things that kind of dovetail together here, right? Like this idea of procrastination, like yeah. I I like to use procrastination as a superpower, whereas some people, it yeah. completely de- de- debilitates them. Yes. <laughs> I can't even say that word. Um, <laughs> it stops them, right? Uh, and the other thing you said that I, I think it's really interesting and, and, and I'll use is that idea that, Hey, you don't have to finish it. Just start it. Yeah. Just start something just the, the, like the tiniest little step, because yeah. a lot of times the, the idea of starting something is so big and overwhelming yeah. That it completely stops you. I know. That's and if you can start it just the tiniest bit, that's all it takes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But
1: getting over right. that hump, sometimes that hump looks like a gigantic <laughs> mountain mm-hmm. with cliffs. <laughs> but once you start it, you realize, oh, actually it's a it's just a little foothill and I can just easily yeah walk, walk over it.
0: And even even in the process of while you're creating or just before you start to create, noticing the thoughts that you're using and how they make you feel. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's like, you know, are you, are you saying, well, I got to get this project done. I just, I hate this part of these projects and this is going to take a long time, but I know it'll be fine once I get through it. Like that, self, that self-talk is actually, we think we're being encouraging for ourselves, but that's not encouraging. That doesn't sound encouraging at all and it makes you feel kind of bad and it creates more resistance whereas it's like, you know what, I'm really looking forward to being able to get this project done faster than I usually do. I'm looking forward to trying this different way to see if that helps. I'm really open to seeing if there's other ways to think about this while I'm in this process and I certainly know that if I catch myself thinking these thoughts that don't feel good, I certainly know right in that moment I can change it to a thought that feels better. Mm -hmm. So it's just getting in this internal practice. It isn't even, to me, I'm not even worrying about what's happening outside, like what the result is. Yeah. It's more that internal piece.
1: I just had a thought, like, the idea that that self-talk, right? We talk about self-talk. And when you are looking at that mountain and that resistance is really high, it would be interesting to just... Write down mm. that your self talk, oh, right? Like write it on a piece oh. of paper, and like, and just, and then you can kind of like analyze it. Like, what is, what am I saying to myself here? And you like read it, and you might think, <laughs> well, what's the opposite of everything I just wrote? Maybe like you'll we'll make two columns: what I'm actually saying to myself, like what I want to be saying to myself.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah, and using how you feel as the guidepost, right?
1: Yeah, and so. What you're, you know, what you're saying here is the path of least resistance. You know, like when you start, when you start feeling the resistance, take a moment, stop, figure out what feelings are bubbling up for you, break them down a little bit Mm -hmm. and then say, hey, is this self-talk like helping me or not?
0: Yeah.
1: And if it's not helping you figure out how you're going to re- Contextualize that self-talk mm-hmm. into something else, which will then manifest the right feelings.
0: That's that's exactly very well stated. Very well stated.
1: Well, that sounds easy. Let's all just start doing that. <laughs> Problem solved.
0: <laughs> well, and I would say here's the um, like here's the golden ticket. Like here's why you want to come to this show. Right, the whole reason <laughs> you want to come to this show is because things get way easier when we have that choice. And mm-hmm. we all have these crazy headspaces. like I know if I took a recorder and I recorded all the thoughts that I have about myself when I'm doing stuff, I would be so embarrassed for anyone else to hear them and I would never <laughs> speak like that to anyone else, right? Yeah. And I also know though that we have beliefs. We have beliefs about ourselves and beliefs are nothing more than the thoughts that we've been thinking over and over and over and over mm-hmm. again, right? So if we right. continually have those habitual thoughts, especially when we're trying to create, we now have a belief about it. Yeah. So like, if you wanna to get to that core, it's like, what is, the, what is the belief behind this? And I love that, like anything that we can do to make it like more obvious for ourselves, like write stuff down, like take just a minute and have that piece of awareness. I, I just think it's really cool. I've had a lot of fun working on this the last couple of years. And I feel like I've made my life so much easier in so many ways as a result. So it's, it's definitely fun to explore.
1: Yeah, for sure. I When we started first started talking about this, I thought we were going to go in a different direction. I like where this ended up because I thought actually, like when we talked about this at first, I was like, um, I think I'm going to argue with you about this yeah. concept of least resistance. Since you I did say that like
0: yesterday.
1: I like not, to try I'm to argue. tackle the, the path of most resistance. Because um,
0: that's when I get the most stuff done. Right, because that's
1: when I get the most stuff done. <laughs> but... You know, if I reflect on that, the fact is, is that the reason sometimes I I probably go after the most, like the hardest projects Mm. is because, like you said, of a core belief of mine that I should always be learning and challenging myself.
0: Oh, interesting. that's why I go
1: after those. Like you said, the, the easy things are boring. The hard things are fun. Yeah. Or at least the ones that I know like, will challenge me, and, and, and I always want to be in that growth mm-hmm. mode. Yeah. Um, I, I was talking to someone a, a few weeks back and uh, just about playing tennis, and yeah. I told them I always want to be the worst person on the tennis court. And they thought that was, like, the most insane thing. <laughs> and I was like, no, because, like, if I'm the worst person, that means I'm learning from all of these really good players. Mm-hmm. If I'm the best person, I'm just, like, beating up on people that, like... You know, <laughs> maybe I'm providing some some uh, teaching to them by <laughs> smashing the ball past them. but no um, but but the way you explain it like one step deeper than where I was, yeah, so that interesting, was that's really that's like really helpful to think about. and yeah, I love that self-talk stuff because, like you said, it's so powerful and it yeah. really does shape um, our minds.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. Our mission is to help people become happier and more effective by gaining insight into their own thoughts and feelings. We'd love your support. First, share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Second, leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast site. This helps others discover the podcast so we can reach more people. And third, sign up for our newsletter at theselfawarenessjourney.com. This will help us communicate better with you and build our community. Thank you so much for joining us in the self-awareness journey. We'll see you next week.